Welcome to Ditch the Binge, the podcast where I help you stop binge eating and build a banging body image without having to obsessively track all your meals, be haunted by the scale, or waste another year of your life being controlled by how you look. If you are finally ready to end the war with food and body and grab life by the balls, you are in the right place. Hello, hello. Welcome back. How are you? I feel like I haven't really done anything super exciting lately. (laughs) I was just thinking about that. I was like, oh, what should I talk about for my intro for a minute? And truly, I have nothing positive. I have, I mean, not nothing positive going on, but just like nothing exciting. I feel like life has just been kind of chugging along and... I'm surprisingly okay with that. I think especially with the restrictions getting lifted and, you know, seeing people out and about doing things, FOMO has (laughs) doubled down for a lot of people. And I guess I just follow people that also don't really have a strong social life, (laughs) which has been great for me because I haven't felt a lot of FOMO. I felt really great about just kind of hanging out, going for runs, taking the dog for walks. That's kind of just what I've been up to. Okay, today I want to talk about negative feedback, or I guess you could call it constructive criticism if you want, but I'm going to stick with negative feedback because despite what maybe you think or despite maybe what you tell people about you, I mean, it's really trendy to be like, zero fucks. I don't care. I do what I want. What other people think of me doesn't matter. I'm a bad bitch. I don't care about you. I don't need anyone. And then we all go home and cry when one person says something or doesn't even say something. We just assume they're thinking something and that just tears us apart. So if you're kind of like that, if you're, if you're a little more sensitive and you don't have super thick skin, This episode is for you because I'm going to be talking to you about starting to use negative feedback or constructive criticism or just words that sting for you instead of against you, instead of making it mean, yep, they're right, I suck, what am I doing, I should just quit, and then you shut down, and you eat, and you drink, and you give up. And I want you to know that I'm talking to you about this and that example uh, from years of experience, (laughs) from years of practicing that exact behavior, getting the feedback, having words said to me, making them mean I am, in fact, the worst person on the planet, and I should just crawl under a rock and die. And I completely shut down. And this is still something I'm working on. So I'm going to tell you a little story about this playing out a couple of weeks ago and how I used it for me and how you can begin to become more emotionally responsible. So you can start taking full ownership of your life. So what happened for me is David and I were in the car or maybe we were at home and it was like one of those stupid arguments and it wasn't even really an argument. And I really want to tell you guys 
all the things about how I'm right and I'm not going to. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you a very short ex- uh, situation of when this broke, when this happened. So I think, you know, we were in the car and we were talking about watching, I think we were like talking about a movie on Amazon Prime or Disney Plus or something. And before he could even finish his sentence, I was like, no, that's not true. It's not there. And then he started talking again. He's like, yeah, no, but you can't. I'm like, no, trust me. I know. I've already, like, I already know. It doesn't, you can't. This is just the way that it is. And so he started talking again and I interrupted him again. And I'm like, no, you don't understand. Like, this isn't, that's not right. This is how it is. And then he like yelled back at me, not yelled, but like, raised his voice. He was irritated. And he's like, you never let me finish. You never let me get my words out. You're too consumed with you saying the right thing and getting the right words out and being right that you never even let me finish. You're constantly talking over me and I don't appreciate it. And in that moment, I had the thoughts of like, well, if you would just say the right thing, we wouldn't be having this conversation. I had the thoughts of, well, if you just knew what you're talking about, we wouldn't be having the conversation, which he probably had the exact same thoughts about me in that situation, which he said to me, but he actually said them in a nice way. He's like, I don't like when you talk over me. Like you aren't even giving me a chance to tell you what I know. You aren't even giving me a chance to speak one sentence. You're cutting me off. And When that happened, I shut down, which I'm going to be the first to admit, I do that. That is still a thing that I constantly work on. And I have gotten way better over the years because I mean, I used to shut down for just like weeks. I mean, you want to talk about holding a grudge. I could do it. (laughs) And so we had that conversation and then I shut down. And the beautiful thing that I did that I want to just kind of pat myself on the back for, because this is, this is growth, this is change. And I'm telling you guys this because when I work with clients, I have them all tell me wins in the beginning of our calls because nobody ever believes they're changing. Growth is, is like watching your hair grow, right? You can never tell. You can never tell. And then you see a friend, it's been a year since you've seen them, you know, pandemic, and you're like, whoa, your hair is so long. And she's like, is it? I mean, yeah, I guess it. Yeah, it's kind of long. And you're like, no, it is so long. The last time I saw you, it was like so short. And now you can put it back in a pony. It's so long. It looks amazing. And the person with the hair didn't really know because it was just everyday life. It wasn't like she went to bed with a bob and then woke up with hair down to her butt. It was this really small, subtle change day after day that eventually amounted to six inches of hair or however much you grow in a year. But while it was happening, it wasn't obvious. And so I'm giving you that example and this example of I noticed myself having a conversation with myself after, after I shut down of why is this bothering me? And then I was like, well, I kind of think it's true. I kind of think I do tend to do that. When I have conversations with people, sometimes I get all up in my own head and think about what I'm going to say or how I'm right or how I know the answer. 
or how I just want them to hurry up and say the thing. And so I butt in, I blurt in, I I finish their sentence for them, thinking, not really even thinking. I just kind of have done it. And so when he said that to me, you never let me finish the sentence. You're always talking over me. You just want to be right. I, of course, wanted to become defensive in that moment because nobody likes to be wrong. That doesn't feel great. I also wasn't maliciously trying to attack him. I just thought I was right. (laughs) And I needed him to know immediately, apparently. And so what I did after was I noticed what he said to me is actually really true. And part of the reason why I shut down was because what he said to me was true. And so, like, whatever, that night we were fine. It was fine. But I, since then, this happened like three weeks ago. Since then, I have been very aware in my conversations to give the other person time to speak. I have, when going running with a girlfriend of mine, noticed that I tend to finish her sentences, jump in. And I've been very aware lately of letting her speak, giving her time to speak whatever it is. And that doesn't mean I'm completely silent and I shut down. Like, you know, you know how to have a conversation. Like you acknowledge, you throw in some uh uh-huhs and head shakes and like whatever. But I'm not cutting in and filling in all the blanks as if she doesn't know how to tell her own story. And his feedback, his comment to me, the one that felt like a dagger, just felt like a gut punch and was, ugh. I first had to feel it. This is where I see a ton of people get stuck is when when you're making any change, when you're going through any growth, when you're wanting to do anything differently, is you immediately want to jump from feeling like shit to feeling amazing and like not giving yourself any time to feel like shit. Because who wants to do that? Nobody does, right? But that is how we get through it and learn from it. Because old me would shut down, get super upset at that person, find all of the ways that they were wrong and how I hate them and and probably plan my escape somehow because that's what I do. Like, I just, I'm not going to deal with this. I'm leaving. <laughs> like, I am a runner, right? Like, I'm just going to leave. Goodbye. I did that in jobs. I did that with relationships. I did that with, you name it, I did it. I'm great at that. And I didn't have to do that. Not only did I not have to do that, I sat I felt like shit. I felt embarrassed for doing that. I felt upset at him for saying those words to me. I was just mad at the whole thing. And after I went through that, I then looked at, how is this true? How how can I use that negative, I'm using air quotes here, that negative feedback, because for me in that moment, it it felt very negative. How can I use that for me? Because a big part of the reason as to why it hurt so bad is because I knew there was some truth to that. And I have got to tell you, I'm probably going to do a second episode at some point on emotional responsibility because 
that whole thing, emotion, like taking full responsibility for my life has been the biggest change I have gone through in the last five years. Like it's been the most life-changing thing I have experienced. It's been something that has very obviously changed my life and how I show up. And this is something that I do work with my one-on-one clients on too, because I think it is so important, but I'll save that for another episode. But this, this is part of it. It is looking at the feedback you get. And if it's not super pleasant, if it doesn't make you feel good right away, letting yourself feel disappointed, upset, hurt, angry, anxious, whatever it is, but then looking at how could this be true? How, how could I use this for me? How can I be a better person from this experience? Because when you start to do that, that's when you start changing. You stop shrinking in and like just shutting down from anything that feels uncomfortable and you expand into it. And the more that you do it, the easier that it gets. Now, that doesn't mean hearing negative feedback about how you handled a situation, how you are in relationships, some work that you've put out into the world doesn't mean it's never going to sting, right? I think, again, that's that misconception there of I shouldn't let anything bother me ever. And I just don't know that that's really a possibility, (laughs) Like, I just don't, I just don't know that that goal for yourself is going to serve you. And so the next best case is feeling it and then using it for you. And this is the same thing with constructive criticism, right? I'm like, yeah, no, I totally love constructive criticism. Let me know what I could do better. And then every time I get it, I'm like, well, they suck. They don't know I hate them or I'm the worst. I should quit. Why am I doing this? And then eventually I come around and I look at it with fresh eyes, I hear it with fresh ears, and I decide to use it for me. Because the reality is you always have a choice. You always have a choice how you decipher anything. And I personally got tired of feeling like shit and blaming everyone else. And when you start taking full emotional responsibility, there can be that, but I want them to, I just want them to know what they did. I just want them to know that it wasn't okay. And it's just like, I really just this like self-righteous attitude and that's okay. But I want you to ask yourself how it feels for you. Does holding on to all of that help you? Does it move you in any direction that you want to go? Or does it make you shut down and feel worse? So I want you to pay attention to this. Maybe maybe you just had some feedback over the last week or so. Maybe you have some feedback coming up in a meeting. 
Maybe you have a difficult conversation that you need to have or or something. And I just want you to start paying attention to how you're processing your emotions. How have you been reacting to information that's kind of hard to hear? Are you using it for you or are you using it against you? And if you're someone like me that 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 tends to maybe talk over people or just <laughs> is just all, all up in your face, like notice notice if you're talking over people. This is where the real change happens. Is looking at these things that are kind of hard sometimes. You know, I had a I had a conversation with a client last week and I told her with so much love and so much just admiration for her. But I said, this response that you have is very childish and is not serving you. This reaction that you have every time this comes up, it is childish behavior. Like, this, is, this is such an old way of behaving and you need to stop if you want to change. And I can see why maybe that would be a little hard to hear. And then she later brought up how helpful it was for her to hear. Sometimes those things that hurt the most are what move us forward the fastest. They are what actually make us look at our own behaviors and really look at them. And I truly don't think you, me, or, or most people, some people are just assholes. <laughs> like, I'm not one of those people that's like, everyone is amazing and I love everyone. That's definitely not true. <laughs> but I do think that the majority of people don't mean harm. And I know this because I work with a lot of very high achieving, successful, incredible women that have such a good heart, such a great work ethic. They are emotionally strong. They are just incredible human beings. And sometimes they mess up. And it's not because they were out to get anyone, but it is because they are human. I am human. And the better you get at slowing down and looking at your mistakes and learning from them instead of just sweeping them under the rug, which is what you want to do. Let's, let's just move on. Let's just pretend this didn't happen. Let's go to the feel-good land right now. That's the work, right? Of course you want to do that easier, softer way. But I want to nudge you into looking at how can you do better this week? How can you learn from feedback that's maybe hard to hear? How is the shitty snide comment that your partner made while you were getting out of the car actually true? How is the thing that your child said when they were having a tantrum actually true? And not using it against you, but using it to do better, to show up in a way that you actually like, because that's how we change. It isn't from sinking and shrinking away in guilt and shame and judgment, but again, it's expanding into it. It's taking full ownership that, yes, I screw up, and that was a big one, and I'm going to do it differently now. I'm going to do different moving forward.
So I really hope that this was helpful because this, again, has been a really big shift in my own life. Um, And if you you're listening to this and you're like, dang, I need that. Like I really want to take that full ownership of my life and start gaining the traction that I really want. Let's connect. Let's, uh, let's book a call or just reach out to me on Instagram and let's see where you're at and, um, what I can bring to the table. All right, my friends, thanks for being here. I will talk to you all next week. I just wanted to say thank you so much for being here and listening and taking time to let me into your little ear holes. It means the world to me. It would also mean the world to me if you would just take a hot little second and subscribe to the show and leave a review. This helps other people who have been where you're at or are currently where you're at find this podcast. And that is the greatest gift you could give to me. Thanks for hanging in there.